This podcast is brought to you by Cougar Radio. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Torch Report. Today we have Benjamin Greco. Ben Greco earned the Outstanding Physical Education Student Athlete here at Kennedy. He also played lacrosse and was an academic All-American last year and an All-County and an All-County academic recipient. He also won the Bob Scott Award. He was a two-year captain for the lacrosse team and a Newsday Top 100 player on Long Island. He is now at Hamilton College, and he plays men's lacrosse, where he's hoping to earn playing time this year. For ice hockey, he was awarded the Belmore Merrick New York Islanders hike high school hockey league scholarship and was a Nassau County goaltender MVP last year. He also helped the team make the county and state finals. Ben, how are you feeling today? Are you excited to talk about your college career, a little bit of your high school career, and take us through what's been the biggest transition between high school and college? Just let's jump into it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, It's good to, uh, good to talk to you guys, good to be a little bit more involved in Kennedy now that I'm gone, you know? Yeah, definitely. So just take us through your high school uh, hockey and, and lacrosse careers and then take us through recruiting, just just all about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, you want me to just go through, like, kind of what that process looks like? Yeah, I mean, take us through your, your high school career first. Um, all right, so, I mean, high school-wise, like, obviously uh, when I was a freshman, we had COVID, so essentially – lacrosse season was non-existent and hockey like we were doing pretty well but I'm, I was on the JV my freshman year um and lacrosse I think we had one or two practices and then pretty much COVID hit and that was it uh but then starting my sophomore year um with hockey so I'm, I was on the varsity squad with hockey didn't really play much um and we had a good squad same with my junior year we had a really good squad but like, I was on the varsity, didn't play a ton. Uh, but then really, with hockey, my, my senior year um, kind of, you know, came into my own a little bit and earned the starting spot for, for most of the back half of the year. So um, so that was pretty cool. And, you know, big shout-out to Coach Pat, Coach Braglia. I mean, he really just gave me that opportunity, and I was really happy to have that opportunity to start last year. So that was awesome. Uh, and obviously, you know, we had a really good year last year, made the state final, made the county final, just couldn't get it done in the end, but it was still really awesome. Yeah, I do remember you guys then, had a great year last year. Mm-hmm. Sorry? Yeah, no, just just keep going. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, you're good, man. I mean, yeah, last year was was pretty pretty special. Like, we had a couple guys, you know, I'm thinking, like, Chris Gatchatore, if you know him, Presti, Greg Pelini, Brady, um, a lot of guys that now are playing hockey at their respective colleges. But, um, yeah, last year was, was pretty special because we had all those guys and, you know, made made some deep playoff runs. I don't know if you guys remember, huge playoff win over Long Beach, um, like went to overtime. So that was that was the highlight right there. But, yeah, hockey was pretty awesome last year. Yeah, I do remember that overtime win against – 
Long Beach. Take us through that as a goalie, though. Like, you can't give up a goal there. It's sudden death. How do, what's, like, your mind processing in that in that moment? Probably got a bun of adrenaline. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know, towards the end of that game, we had a couple opportunities to, to bury it and to not go to overtime, and I was kind of hoping for that because, you know, you said it. Once you're in overtime – as a goalie, you know, I make one mistake, puck goes behind me, like, that's it, that's the season. But, um, yeah, obviously, like, my adrenaline's pumping, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm really just, like, telling myself in my head over and over again, you know, just, like, see the puck and save the puck, because it's really that simple. Um, so, especially, like, there was a first overtime, a second overtime, um, and I, I was just kind of hoping, like, that on offense we were going to put something together and put the puck in the net, because... I'm nervous, man. You know, it's the county semifinal and we're in overtime. But obviously it worked It worked out for us, so I'm glad. Yeah, definitely. And uh, definitely worked out. And, you know, you you came up clutch and made, made some good saves. So definitely a great year. Appreciate that. And in the history yeah. book forever, you know, engraved in history. So now that we talked about hockey, take us through your lacrosse season. You did say it got canceled. Well, we know it got canceled your freshman year, but – even the canceled year, you came back your sophomore, junior, and senior year and was all-county and all-American. So just take us through that as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, starting sophomore year, I, I came on to the varsity um, and earned that spot as a starting goalie, which, which was pretty cool. So shout-out to Coach P, shout-out to Coach Walsh. Um, but really, like, I remember my sophomore year, you know, being – so so interesting because I felt like I was one of the younger guys on the team, and I was, but I felt like I had a pretty big role, and, you know, the expectations were pretty high, like, that I placed on myself and, you know, that I felt around me. So uh, I actually think that was such a cool experience to, you know, as a sophomore to, like, have that kind of role, um, and it's something that, like, has kind of shaped how I've played because, you know, you always got to kind of play, like, with that expectation on yourself. Um, so, you know, the fun thing about Kennedy lacrosse for me was that I love to push myself and see like what I could do and, you know, how many saves I can make. And, you know, when we were playing certain teams, like it was always, it, it was always a battle and it was a fun battle. Um, so I, I was fortunate enough last year, especially to be recognized by the coaches association, whoever else voted, um, you know. So all county, which was which was awesome, and then academic all American was obviously awesome. So, I mean, I think that really just came down to like in the big games, like playing the way I knew how to play. I mean, you know, Garden City last year, like we played them, and obviously those are tough tough games as a team because that's a state champion team. But I kind of had to just do my job, which was stop as much as I could. So that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Take us through your, uh, your your first collegiate year. You probably finished up fall ball. So take us through how that's been and how it's a transition from high school to to college. And because now it's literally your life, like it's almost like a job. Before it's all fun. Like, is it? Do you still enjoy it as much, or is it? Just take us through it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what I'm really finding, like, the biggest differences is, like, you're right. It is kind of like a job in that, you know, there's lifts almost every day practicing all that stuff. But we happen to have a really, really good group of guys um, on my team at Hamilton. 
So that, that makes it a lot of fun. Like the big difference is that, you know, in high school, at least the way I always saw it is like you have your academics and you have your sports, but here it's a lot more combined because, you know, in just in terms of timing, like academics and sports kind of get intermixed. Um, but really like what I found throughout fall ball is that the competitive, like the competitiveness of the team is just off the charts. Like every practice guys are going after each other, you know, and not in a bad way. It's just competitive. Everyone wants to win. So it's, it's a lot of fun to be in that kind of environment. Yeah. So what, what are your goals for the upcoming season? I mean, you definitely probably want to see a little bit of playing time being a freshman. How, how do you balance like trying to work up the, the depth chart and, and just making a name for yourself? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, really, especially, like, as a goalie, you know, there's only one goalie on the field at the time. Um, so so what I'll say is that, like, I'm a freshman. There's a sophomore goalie and there's a junior goalie above me. So, really, like, it, it obviously, it's going to be tough to, you know, earn playing time against guys that are older, that have more experience, um, that have been playing at the college level longer. So, my mindset is and kind of always will be that, like, I'm going to support those guys and love them up and make sure that they know that like I'm, I'm with them and that I want them to play well. But at the same time, I want to earn playing time for myself. So it's, it's sort of, you know, hoping your teammates do well, but also knowing that like, if you get the opportunity to play, like you want to take advantage of it. So that's, that's been my mindset. So kind of throughout the fall, like when I'm in net and when I'm seeing shots, like someone's always watching and knowing like you got to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think you, you made you made a good statement about supporting your teammates, but also wanting what's yours. I mean, you work so hard. You go to these six a.m. lifts. You go to everything. You still you want to see playing time. You know. Exactly. Yeah. So, what's your favorite part about being a student athlete on the collegiate level? Huh? Um, honestly, like right now, my favorite part has just been you know the fact that I have all my boys that that I'm friends with here at college and kind of getting to see them all over campus. You know school I'm at is very small. I think it's like 2,000 kids, maybe. So kind of like wherever I go on campus, I'm bound to see another lacrosse guy or another guy that I know from sports. So that's kind of fun. Like if I, if I go to have dinner at 6 o'clock at one of the dining halls, it's a guarantee that I'm going to see someone I know and get to sit down and have a nice conversation with them. So kind of that mix of like meeting all these new people who are also like just as passionate as you are about your sport and then getting to spend so much time with them. Yeah, definitely. How's the uh, how's the food at Hamilton College? Yeah, you know what? It's not terrible, but I do miss my food at home. You know, it's just how it is. Yeah. How how are the breakfast sandwiches? Not do they compare to Long Island or not? No, it does not compare to Long Island. I'll tell you that much. All right. So take us through some of your favorite memories from your sports career in general, from Pee Wee <laughs> to collegiate to high school. Uh, I mean, um, I think in high school, obviously, like I, I talked you through some of the some of the hockey stuff that was pretty cool. But in lacrosse, I, I can remember. Um, I think we played Roslyn, going to uh, going into OT with them and winning, and it was Coach Paypack's 200th career win. Uh, and shout out to shout out to Max for the OT winner. But um, I remember that was like maybe my favorite moment in lacrosse ever because 
you know, I look up to coach Paypack so much as a coach and as a person. So to get to, to get to earn for him, you know, his 200th win as a head coach was just awesome. I believe, I believe it was Jericho. Oh uh, yeah, it was Jericho, <laughs> not Roslyn. Yeah. So who are but, some of um, your favorite athletes that you look up to? Uh, in the lacrosse world, I can give you a couple guys that I really like. I mean, John Galloway, I'm going to throw out there, and Dylan Ward are two goalies that have been around for forever that I really like, like their playing style. Um, but then in terms of, like, as a person, uh, Carey Price stands out to me. I loved him as a hockey goalie growing up. And he was he was always very involved with, like, volunteering, helping out the community. Like, he's a beloved player by, by uh, Montreal, being on the Canadians. So that's kind of, like, who I looked up to growing up. Especially, you know, being a goalie, you kind of like, you, you focus on the goalies and, and that's what you like. So, you know, you can see it with me. Yeah. All right. So I think that wraps up our interview portion, but let's talk a little bit of professional sports here. Do you follow any NFL, MLB teams, NBA teams? You know, I definitely follow the NFL and I follow college football if you want to get into that. Yeah, so t- who are some of your favorite teams uh, from those programs and, and leagues? Uh, I mean, you know, living in upstate New York, I am a Bills fan now. <laughs> bandwagon? So, bandwagon Bills fan after that Chiefs win? Yeah, you know what? I am a bandwagon, and, and I'm okay to call myself a bandwagon, but clearly this year it hasn't worked out so much. <laughs> so I'm guessing. What do, what do you think of the Bills are at? I think the Bills, um, I don't know, they're, they're an iffy team. You know, they have their good days, they have their bad days, but I think once you catch them on a good day, like when the Bills are on, they're one of the hardest teams to beat, but they just can't find that consistency level enough. Like the Chiefs are consistent enough where their their record is still very good. Like the Bills aren't consistent. Like they're only consistent like 25% of the time, so it's they're showing up and they're just losing like bad teams i mean they beat the chiefs which is like a, a great win but they got a lucky offsides call don't get me wrong it's definitely offsides but like how many times do you see that call right i mean i think also like i think the bills are one of those teams that like we're not really sure if they're going to get into the playoffs but if they do like no one's going to want to play them because you know you said it they have a good day they're a tough team to beat yeah so I mean I think I think the I mean yeah don't like like you said if they get in the playoffs don't like watch out like they could get hot at the right time that that's what it also is it's like whoever gets right at the high time right hot at the right time is gonna like no one like you said no one wants to play those teams like the Niners last year they got hot at the right time they lost the quarterback lost but speaking of the Niners how about how about the NFL MVP race yeah huh. I think Purdy's got a good chance, but I, I I mean, Dak Prescott's making a name for himself. It's weird with Dak, too, because, like, usually you see these young quarterbacks and they are, like they look like MVPs from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Like, Dak's always been, like, a mediocre, like, in that 10 to 15 range quarterback, and this year he's just jumped into, like, that top five range, which was, like, kind of surprising, honestly. And it's, like, they didn't really get any, like, new weapons. I mean, that kid Ferguson's a beast, but, like, CeeDee Lamb's been on the roster for a while now, like, He's definitely taking a leap too, but I just think it's it's surprising to see like how well these guys are doing. I mean, 
I think Prescott like was kind of bound to be good this year. You know, last year he was very good. It's just his numbers got overshadowed by the by the interceptions. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think Tyree Kill should be the MVP favorite this year, and I don't really think he should be close. I think when you look at the Dolphins' offense last night after they lost him, it was non-existent. I think Tua is only even in the conversation because of Tyreek, and I think. If he doesn't win it this year, it will never go to a non-QB again. That's my take. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's just like you said, like the NFL MVP is is literally it's not the MVP. It's the best quarterback award. Because if we we're talking MVP, it sh- should definitely be Tyree Kill. But I don't think he's going to win it. And the other thing too is he just got hurt last night, so it's going to be yeah. tough for him now. I mean, if unless he doesn't miss any games and he continues on this this page, but I do agree with you 100. percent he is definitely the NFL's most valuable player, especially if he breaks the 2K mark, which he's he's got a while to go, but he could definitely do it. But, like, a couple couple years back, like maybe seven or eight, I think J.J. Watt should have won it that year, and they ended up giving it to Aaron Rodgers, which was like it, – it's not the MVP. It, it's not the most valuable player. It, it's the best quarterback award. It almost makes you think there should be, like, an award for best quarterback. And then also an MVP. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. But then there's other things like Patrick Mahomes, like the year he won it and the year Lamar Jackson won it, like they were probably the MVP of the league. So it's tough. Yeah, in which case, like they would get both awards. Yeah, I agree. It's tough though. It's tough to it's tough to make that decision. So let's let's finish I mean, off with with a final question for you: of Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I hate to dump on, on the bandwagon, but I have such a hard time not saying the Niners. I just think that offense is too much for anyone to handle. Yeah, I mean, they're ridiculous. They're just so good. And with, with a Mr. Irrelevant quarterback, you just feel like it's it's a storybook ending for them. Yeah, it really is. All right, well, I think that concludes our our segment for this episode. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great to have you on, Ben. Thank you. Appreciate it, Ray.